cliffcentral.com Please be aware that this show contains crude and foul language. If you are sensitive to topics like science or religion, we cordially invite you to please fuck off now. Thank you. Good morning. This is live. This is moi. We are here for the Casper Radio Show. It feels like ages. I feel like I've been away forever. And here with me is Shemaine and Gavin. Hello. Hello, Casper. Hello, Casper. Hello, my darling. How you doing? I'm so fine. Oh, <laughs> Nikki, I'm so fine. I missed you guys. I did. I did eh? I, for 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 the first time ever, I missed you guys. Because oh. usually I miss the listeners and the interaction and things, but I actually missed like you guys. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. So you actually crave more for like Cindy and Francois and Rulof and whoever. <laughs> the listeners. Oh, yes, the listeners. Yes, I'm yes, yes, yes. I'm oh. like so hurt. I'm like, damn, <laughs> yeah. they don't even know you. You yeah. don't know you, but you miss them. You don't miss But the, But this is I'm your not... game. You guys are professional. The listeners are special in the sense that there are people He's that are PA. appreciating like, your you, work. Listen, you know? we know you're it a, is... a PA. What do you call that thing that you're doing? Again, where you help people further their careers into something Branding. amazing. Branding. Yeah, that's what you're trying to do. You want people, hey? Okay, Gavin, <laughs> won't you read the WhatsApp number, please? Uh, so, our WhatsApp number is 079-748-2092. That was my algemene beskaafde Afrikaans. That's prachtig. <laughs> Dit is mooi, die middel Afrikaans. Ek wil net sê, I'm back from outer space. I just sit here with a smug look upon my face. Shall I quit this bloody show? Can you tell me, let me know, that you think for just one second that I would let my baby go? Oh no, not I! I will survive! Kan ons asjeblief vanmorgen begin Dier een speciaal Ons gaan een klomp liekie sê vir president Zuma Hier is die eerste ene You fucked up Sy naam Daar kom hy Yeah
Oh my god, but that is that is that is absolutely appropriate. I've got yeah. no words. I've got no mm. words, but I've got lots of music today for him. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. Um I wanted to tell you first of all that we do get people saying hello and Gavin, someone did agree with you. <laughs> of course. Can you read I mean, till there, Omar? And, and yeah, Omar can him, Omar can to Dakom. Mm. Okay, where are you going to read? Here, on me? Yeah, I'll read okay. on you. But you have to read it first, then you can read it. Yeah, precisely. Do I just read that one list of Sugiri? Yeah, read it all as you want. Okay. Let me just have this on record. Kasper is putting my face in his crotch. Okay. Oh my goodness. There is someone who says, Kasi, lekker om jou weer te hoor. Maar daar is nie een naam nie. Dus Helen Keller. Uh, all right. Hello, Helen. And then, um, Hello, Helen. Rolf here, by the way. Rolf. Oh, Rolf. This Rolf. Oh, this is not Helen Keller. Nie. Hello, Rolf. Hello, Rolfie. Okay, yes, Gavin's uh, person. <laughs> yes, Gavin. I feel you. I get you all gemis and it's very blue to hear you. Let me laugh as a belief. Na onze pressiepus en nieuwe kese. Okay. God dank vir mense soos Chelsea Handler, Stephen Fry en natuurlijk Casper en Key. Wow! Hy moor dier dinge te dra. Um, wat he? Bisou, Frans vir kieses uit Frankrijk. Jakob. Oh, Jaco, ons is verskrikkelijk lief vir jou. Ek praat namens die hele span en sê ons moe, ons love jou. En weet jy wat nou, bisou of bisou, soos jy, moet ons daar fonetisch geskryf, Jaco. Ons is van die ka. Ja, so, so bisou. Nou, kom ons begin by die begin, soos hulle altyd sê. En kom ons kyk, wat, o, Jesus. Kort, jy heb ek die gewaide muziek. Nee, 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 ek het net myself ek die opgedraai, so. Wat het gebeur? Nice phone, Kassie. Oh, I had it a long time. <laughs> Kom ons kyk wat het gebeur in die verlede. Hoe ver in die verlede? Wel, 31 maart is ons nie, ons is op die drumbel van 1 april alweer. Ja. En uh, dit is die tyd van die herfst. Die blare begin val. Oh. Dus Gavin's een verjaarsdag maand, jy. Oh, when do you birthday? 20 April. Oh. And it's not on a Friday. This is so fun. Oh. I just want to say that I will not be here next week, but then after that, oh, yeah. I will be here for a long, long time. Yes, I still want to know all about your travels and your things. We will talk. I just want to say that next week we will have the second of our concerts to the omnibuses because here on set by a episode of Untalts we had two hours of concerts to the omnibus a few weeks ago and now we got to have another two hours and then by then we should be all wrapped up and ca- oh. caught up hey and then we can continue today no concert story unfortunately because mm. it is a very it was a tough week and I was 
Kruising voor de KKKKK Daar al die show 3 in 1 Met Skalk Besuidnoot Hannes Brummer en Kasper En dis volgende week By die KKK En then De KKK De KKK And then so we didn't have time to record And then my internet also broke for my one computer at home. I don't want to make my problems yours. <laughs> telling you. But I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. Can so an internet break? An internet can break. Yeah, yeah. I can I crash. Yeah. I crash. Then, then this is a, this is a technological beschrijving. Zij zijn niet verstaan. Bing. Okay, so we didn't know that. Ik vloek jou, maar jou hoor my nie. Oeh, ek hoor. Okay, so in 1282, can you imagine we lived then? Can you imagine you live in 1282? Oh, how boring. Nothing happening. <laughs> yeah. Nothing happening. And at night, especially, you, you just got candles or fuckles or other. Fuckles. Or fuckle. And then, it's not kinders gemaakt the other time. That's true. That's why we, we, we got the 7 billion people now. Yeah. Too many. But uh-huh. anyway, the great massacre of the French in Sicily. Comes to an end on the 31st of March 1282. People were dying, crying. We don't know about that. We don't care. Mm. But that happened. 1282. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And then in 1547, King Francis of France died. So that was huge news then. Mm. It was like everyone was twittering. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All the birds were tweeting. La la Roy mort, whatever they say. And then in 1776, there was this guy, John Adams, and he had a wife, Abigail, and she wrote to him that women are determined to, f- to foment a rebellion. To foment, what's foment? Foment. Summit to let gis. But that's not Ernie, I say. But anyway, oh, then I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so she said in 76 already, she said women are ready to also be human beings. And in 1836, shame in London, there was a guy called Charles Dickens, and he was publishing the Pickwick Papers in installments. And the first one was the 31st of March, 1836. And after that, what people were weeks? looking forward to the Pickwick Papers. What are Pickwicks? It sounds mm. familiar. I can't remember. The Pickwick Papers. That's the chicken's novel, the Pickwick Papers. Jij dan kan de lotto quick pick. Ik weet waar jou gedacht is. Zijn nog al eens na. Oh, and then the 31st of March in 1917, the United States... Purchased the Virgin Islands from, from which country? Guess. Denmark. Wow. How did they? Yeah. Know that? So this is precisely 100 years geleden. For how much? Precisely uh, 100 years geleden, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, sure, but for 100 dollars. 50 million. Of, uh, no, 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 no. Remember, it's 1917. 25 million dollars. Yo. 25 million dollars, and they had the Virgin Islands. Whew. Oh, wow. If we only had $25 now, hey? Yes, exactly. Million. I will buy my own island. I would love to have my own island. But can you can not a house in the Cabo Costa? Anna? It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I was in the Cape ridiculous. now this last week. The houses 
I mean, it's beautiful, but it's expensive. Mm. I hope I would oh, miss the hustle and the bustle of, of, of Joburg and like city really? life. I would miss, unless I have my own club on my island. Like you can ferry them in. And I'll fly in my friends like once a month. And you know what? If you can't afford an island, you'll be so rich, you could just pop off to Joburg whenever exactly. the need arises. Oh, that is true. That's enough. But pop in You won't be lonely. You've got your husband and your children there. Yeah, but the children will be big when I get my island. Oh, you don't want them to stay there. Mm-hmm. It's only me and my husband. <laughs> I so, see it's going to be a. So co- they can bring Kalukspakis. Yeah. It's kind of a Kaluni vote. Hulle moet my telegram stuur. Nice, ne? Als hulle vir my wil boodskappe geef. I'm just Ask looking. your kids if they know what that is. True. Mm, exactly. Oh, so the last news that at any merit was in 1991, 31st of March, because then Albania offered a multi-party election. So that's exciting news. Albania is in East Africa. We don't know where the fuck they are. <laughs> yeah, Albania just sounds a bit off. Hey? Of it sounds... Sudan. I don't know. Uh-uh. Steer phones uh, yeah. WhatsApp and say phones va- is Albania. Yeah, Steer WhatsApps means... Uh, <laughs> or you can WeChat as well. I see the WeChat's also working here on the computer. Fitzgerald... Edward Fitzgerald. Oh, that's not. Who's the guy who wrote the that movie? Which one? The Great Gatsby. Bernard. Betty, climb up your computer and save rules. My Betty, a werkne on our show. Oh my God! As net we're all seen ek for Betty op pop. And usually she would beg me for coffee. Now Aww. I have to say to her, like, can you pencil me into your diary? Aww. How things have changed. How wonderful. How things have turned around. She's, she's going to be famous. Yeah, I, I think so. Because she's like the first person who does drag on telly. Um, like, when I say like as in a series, as in a, um, a reality series mm. on, on ours. And it's local screen. Local, yeah. I think that's going to, she's going to be fantastic. Yeah, yellow Vietnamese. I mean, Kasi, you don't know how many people identify. Yeah, the way he brought us all together. She's not going to be on the path. She's on the path, the great. Yellow big brick road, brick road. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a show tomorrow in Nelspruit. You know what they did? They, uh, I, I, I answered the question. F. Scott Fitzgerald. So I was right. I you were right. They can say F. Scott. Oh, my Scott. He was cute, were? Yeah, my, I was a big, I think it's a work. It's kind of like. It's on Amalni. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> it's like saying all yeah, girls are cute. Yeah, Come on now. Many. Some are cuter than others. Some are cuter than others, I know. But now listen, tomorrow I do a Chanel spread. Now I asked, the guy asked me if you can do a, uh, interview, interview with me. It's difficult to say that. And I said, yeah, but I will send vo- voice notes. It's easier. Now they've used the voice notes on the fucking, the website of the newspaper. <gasps> that was only for him. Now I'm sitting, I haven't listened to this now. Waar kom die inspiratie van Alive and Vroelik van Dawn? So, what did I say? That's what I want to know now. What We now also want to know. Yeah, mm, and I'm sure you can listen, also want you can to listen know. in the browser. Yes, yes, yes. Is that me? That's, no, that's not me. 
Jesus. No, fuck, this weird eye on a clump. <laughs> Wait a minute, man. What's happening here? Oh, that was you fucked up. Mm, okay, welcome your inspiration from Don. Here, why am I so dear my God today, eh? Because you've been here long ago. Yeah. Where is the sweeties in the studio? Where, are there no sweeties? The inspiration after a live and fruelic. Okay. That is. No, a live and fruelic. Okay. Inspiration after a live and fruelic. Okay. Dit is... Shut up, Cassie. Na ek my... Cassie, Cassie, Cassie. Cassie. Sluit van die hoed ontvang het uit die blote van die... Ja, ek wil die This is the song... Besef. The ex-minister of finance. This one's for you. Big T. Big T. I have 40,000 French francs in my fridge. I've got lots of lovely lira now. The Deutschmark's getting dearer and my dollar bills would buy the Brooklyn Bridge. There is nothing quite as wonderful as money. There is nothing quite as beautiful as cash. Some people say it's folly, but I'd rather have the lolly. With money you can make a splash. There is nothing quite as wonderful as money. Money, money, money. There's nothing like a newly minted pound. Money, money, money. Everyone must anger for the butchness of a banker. It's accountancy that wakes the world go round. You can keep your Marxist ways, but it's only just a phase. For it's money, money, money makes the world. Oh, that was Monty Python, and it was for our ex-minister of finance. The song, what did you say, my darling? You can hold a note. What? You can actually hold a note. I can hold a note. I heard you now. So, so you always thought I could sing for two years. <laughs> I do irritatingly go all the time, but I can hold a note if you if you pay me. I will hold it. I will hold it for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, a hundred rand note. Yeah, a hundred rand note. I'll hold. We got a very special guest today coming in, eh? Who? I can see how jittery you are. Am I I'm, I'm excited. I've ne- I'm, I'm like a schoolboy. Why? Because of the guest. You whispered it in my ear. But have you never met the guest? Once in my lifetime, but I'm still like a big fan. Ah. I've, I've met the person like once in my life, like way back when I was still a junior ah. little journalist, you know, trying to make a name for myself. Uh, so you wouldn't know who you are. No, no, no. He wouldn't know who I am. Okay, so I can, I can introduce you. Please do. Shemaine, would you know who you are? I have no idea. Who is he? Give a clue. Who is he? And what is you he You said me? something about a boy in a frock earlier on. Okay. But it's not Betty. Ah. Uh, is it Star? Star? Mm. What do you mean Star? What do you mean Star? Mm. No, okay then. Um... <laughs> So who else is a boy in a frock? I don't know many boys in frocks. Give her more cues. Okay. It's clues. Sorry. Clues. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> very, very, very um, applicable or apt guest for the current situation that we find ourselves in South Africa. Oh, is it Trevor Manuel? No. Is it Trevor's no in a rock on the track. Is it yeah, can imagine Trevor Manuel in a fucking rocky. <laughs> Hello, oh, Peter! <laughs> <laughs> 
We got a special guest. Ah, that's amazing. Mr. Peter Dirkeis. Yes, okay, fine. But can we just acknowledge how amazing were my clues? No, really, you want to acknowledge that? Yes. No, we don't want to acknowledge that. No, it could have been better. (laughs) But it was, I mean, your clues weren't that cock. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I've got a song especially for Gavin. To a penny hot cross buns Give them to your daughters Give them to your sons One a penny to a penny hot cross buns These sure are hot Oh, shut up, you little monster Did you like that? I absolutely loved it Isn't it not cross bun days now? Yes, 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 it is And curry fish, curry fish I don't make it, but it is curry fish Why people do make it, eh? No, they go to Woolies Oh, nowadays What, mm. hot cross buns or curry? No, 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 curry They curry fish in the No, well, not my, not my Kerksemense What happened in your culture? You go Bunnies. buy the curry first. No, chocolates, that's all. Is it? I think uh, the English, like the Catholics, maybe had hot cross buns. But we didn't. Ons het nie. Ons het fok in Afrikaans. Ons het fok al. Ons het net gesierdeeg. We had like, ours, die vis moet leef vir vier dae. Oh my God. Like biltongfish. Biltongfish. What do you mean, biltongfish? Dat is leven via aan die fish. Oh, outside. I love it. I make a fantastic curry fish. I would love to eat it. Oh, yay. Vooral for Lizzie. Lizzie's like, oh, there's no Lizzie Mayring. I'm just name dropping. She loves it. But listen, would you make me some curry fish one day, Shemaine? I will make some curry fish. But you can only make curry fish now during this time, Cassie. Oh, really? For you, if you now eat curry fish in October, it's not... Not gonna fit uh, well. Well, you can, but I mean, it takes the fun out of Easter because that's mm. kind of like part and parcel of Easter. You know, it's kind of like Christmas. Everybody wakes up for certain things. Easter is like the fish and the mm. and the hot cross bun, and the fish thing came from um, the. Um, the Catholics, you know. Also. Mm. Yeah, of course. Fis, yeah, you come. Yeah, but Catholics, <laughs> When she makes it for you, Casper, then you need to invest in a very good hand sanitizer or uh, um, hand wash. Uh, are you going to have proper. yellow hands? Geel van die Bori. Bori. No, they had the Gifapelkies from Winnerfels. One's name was Bori. I don't know what we did. Uh, did what did we do, listeners? Listener, what did we do? We as did we as I listened. The Afrikaans people, I mean, with Easter, it was chocolate bunnies gefreed or what? It is all what I can't do. I can't do nie for ongesierde hot cross buns nie. Was it baie geëet van warm gekruiste boude? Ons ons kon nie maand wacht vir is die chocolade nie maandag ochend nie by ons ons moest daar. Is jy ernstig? 
Nee, maar die hasie, vir die hasie, dis, dis saardig ochend. Saardig ochend? Ja, en of dit die zondag ochend. Maar pennis were very yeah. strict. Nee, yeah, dis die zondag ochend. Something happened Sunday morning before church. Is die hasies, ek dink dis die hasies. Dis die chocolade. Oké, okay, en hier is a test, why do we have a rabbit? Hmm. Hoekom is daar fucking haas? Um, Can you tell me? Do you know, I, I, I can't remember. Ek het die bybelklas bygewoon. Dis nie niks met bybel uitgewaard. It's with the pagans, the fucking atheists. Uh, it's about uh, bonking. It's about vruchtbaarheid. Yeah. Is it? Stoots is a haas. It's fearing of vruchtbaarheid. Hmm. And then the Christians took it and they just kept the fucking haas and the chocolates. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. So no, no, we ain't eating Jesus, chocolate Jesus. It's, no, it's haas and it's But it's actually from the pagans. Hmm. Oh. What's that? What's that? So because uh, remember, in, in 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 the overseas places, it's now spring, hey? Yes. So that's that's what all the dingetjies weer rechtop staan and all is lekker. And ons is slap. Yeah, because we autumn, but we also You're eat going... the chocolates. We also eat the chocolates. <laughs> We're not going to say no to the chockies. Exactly. What have you done this week, Gavin? I saw you on some social pages. You saw me on something. many things. I Ooh. I missed you guys at Sexpo. Yeah, I'm sorry I wasn't there. I I just didn't. Did, were you there? Were you there? I was there twice. I've never been there. I've never been there. And can I just say this is this uh, next year? You have to invite me to come with you. I've never been to an, uh, the Sexpo. I've been invited. Because last year, Is last year we did we broadcasted live the Casper show. The, mm, this we time did. we couldn't, yep. but but I, but then I was invited. I know it's okay. because I'm I a went girl to the lounge. that you guys. But you mustn't I'm say a girl that you guys year. don't invite me. Ne? You mustn't say next year. You must say next time because mm. the sex part is every second week yeah. now. It's yeah. Is it okay? Next mm. time you yeah. invite me. You come and you, a girl. You will see some wonderful stuff. Your mouth will hang open. Really? Yes. Okay. Mm. They do have. Uh, what did you see? Anything new uh, this week? Kavinsky. It. I. I think in terms of the. I like this expo to be under one roof, and that was the field roofs per Santin Convention Center. Well, Michelle, round loop. This is an open up my trap and a five floor net on my pump to see, and then I go up to the toys. The Australian Thunder Boys. What is a pump? Like, the Thunder Boys there. Oh, oh my God! Sorry, speak, Shemaine. I, I interrupted for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> we come back to what is a pump? Like, as in a you have. Like really? Live sex shows they had like, like oh, a live sex show. Like I attended thinking. a lot. But they are, wow. but it's very discreet and you betaal twee honderd rand for this live sex show. And and what is even more amazing is the fact that so when the boy and the girl the well, the guy and the bo- and the, the lady are busy like on stage, it's a bet, ne? There's a typical Formula One hotel bet where oh the bed goes like in the middle, like oh. I was supposed to feel. So then the bed is like in the middle of the audience, ach in front, and then then the, the MC says, guys, so now just watch, <laughs> but don't uh, don't be too anticipatory or don't make too much noise because we don't want the the, the gentleman to lose the monster. So I'm real to stand. Wow. Plus, and that's apart from all the tab- tablets of the rumpies that will answer any monster to, you know, make it perform at its um, best. And, and that actually works. Yeah. Live sex shows. But I fell ill, so we had to leave. No, why? Because the monster was. 
Alive. No, no, the monster was alive, and the monster was from here to Eternity. Cairo. But yeah. my, my, um, I, I was ill with my back. That's why I'm sitting with two oh. pillows behind okay. me. Okay. <laughs> Opa Gavin is okay. getting old now. And the Thunder Boys. Ugh, what? The Thunder Cunts. Yeah, I want to <gasps> see them. They've been on Ellen. They've been on The View. They've I know been on, them. They've been everywhere. They're Australian, eh? They're Australian. Ooh, an Australian can be pretty. They. So they. It's like. Like we have normal like strippers, yeah. they give you a show. They can dance. They are ripped. They've got six uh, to eight packs, and they just like in the end thing they do now. So they make you wet in a good way. So they take a, a water, a toilet to open it, and come in the audience and stand there langs you, and then and then they are so, and then fall they are so, and then then is it not nattigheid to open? Oh, and I would be so, not there, so, eh? I was proper wet. <laughs> so I'm all at lang haar in that case. Uh, uh, not long hair, but it needs to be long enough um, okay. to, uh, so, um, Listen to this, listen to this I work 60 hours a week, spend 10 hours commuting 12 hours catching up with the kids 4 hours arguing with my ex-wife And 8 hours keeping my new wife happy But I spend only 20 minutes a week at the gym Thanks to Bodytech A high-intensity, time-efficient muscle strength and endurance workout Supervised by qualified personal trainers Bodytech uses advanced German electro muscle stimulation technology And there are over 20 studios nationwide Book your discounted trial now at bodytech.coza That's body, T-E-C Bodytech Welcome to a new fitness generation our next song dedicated to our wonderful President Zuma It's called Fucking Up Enjoy I've been, I've been fucking up the money for a long time, a long time. VIP status, we don't wait in line wait We be standing on the couches like the bosses like do the Bottles on the way, you know how bosses do I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money I might thump through a check right now They say I'm on deck right now First did a bitch, got lean in the cup Got me leaning to the left right now I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money I might go and jump fresh right now Wait, go and cop the vet right now Say, bottles on deck right now I done blew a whole fucking check right now And I got some bad hoes taking pictures Fuck the money, we can't take it with us if I want your bitch, I'll take a nigga. I ball like I'm part of the Patriots, nigga. Look, hey, you boys got a man up. On the real, you need to run your bands up. All the women say the beard is on fleek. The swag is unique. These bitches keep calling me handsome. I don't give a damn who hating on me. I got some bad bitches waiting on me. Yeah. If rap don't work, then I go to work. The plug got a whole thing waiting on me. I've been fucking up the money for a long time. VIP status, we don't wait in line. We be standing on the couches like the bosses do. Bottles on the way, you know how bosses do. I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money. I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money. I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money. I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money. I might thump through a check right now. They say I'm on deck right now. First did a bitch, got lean in the cup, got me leaning to the left right now. I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money. I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money. I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money. I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money. Smitty L fit me, got that act on the way. FedEx shit, man, got a pack on the way. Boys telling lies, they ain't never sold shit. Man, me and 
young hog really trapped in the bait. From the pool off the lot like XO. Speakers hit hard like Lexo. Yeah. Used to have a plug named Chico. He was on that bullshit. Now I fuck with Pedro. Funna hit the mouth, blow the whole thing. Boys, they be tricking, they got no game. I know I be fucking up the money all the time. But I ain't finna spend it on no hoe, man. I'm just trying to blow like propane. Get all of my niggas out the dope game. And you know I'm cleaned in a bitch right now, all white, and I'm looking like cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah. I've been, been fucking up the money for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. status, we don't wait in line. Wait in line. We be standing on the couches like the bosses like do. The bosses. Bottles on the way, you know how bosses do. I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money. Yeah. Yeah. The money, fucking up the money. Yeah. Fucking up the money, fucking up the money. Fuckin up. I be fucking up the money, fucking up the money. I might throw them through a check right now. Right now. They say I'm on deck right now. you've done okay so let's listen to this uh hang on i've got this here there we go there we go can we listen you luister now i'll tell you why i'm playing this Like a rack. Morgen, opa. Dit is een prachtige dag. Ja. Ja. Dit is waar. Verrukkelijk. Help mij gauw. Wat wil opa doen? Laat ik gaan zitten. Pas op, nee. Nee. Voet je. Voet je. Voet je. Voet je. Voet je. Voet je. Voet I was at Peter Duke Ace's show last night, Echo of a Noise, and he spoke a lot about his young, his youth, where he was to listen to Lorenzo Marx and Springbrook Radio. So I got nostalgic yesterday, and I, uh, these are things that we used to play to send up Springbrook Radio on this show years, like years ago. And, and so I've got a wow. couple, a couple of these chestnuts. Yeah. Uh, I'm also worrying, St. Peter doesn't arrive. <laughs> <laughs> say What's he up? said, say he said, yeah, I'm coming to the show, Casper, and he doesn't. What are we going to do then? Well, we're going to be positive. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if he doesn't arrive, I will play Evita. And then yes. you interview me. Yes. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. But he's, he's not here yet. And, and uh, we can ask Shemaine if she brought one of her. Hair pieces. That can, if you that can act the draw. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So I'll be like a chlora elita. Yes. <laughs> like a pia. Mm. Do you sell your pieces? Or Bambi, you can Bambi. I used to. Not anymore. Mm-mm. I can see that. But <laughs> My hair's so grainy. Eh? Oh, yeah, I've gray. gone very natural. No, it's, you know what? It's, it's hot these days. I have my personal flushes, so I'm going, well. What? I'll keep it for winter. <laughs> so, yeah, Casper, so if, what, did you tell him 12 o'clock? No. Wanner? Quarter past 11. <laughs> Maybe this is the greatest embarrassment. Maybe I must ever. go and see if he's, sit, he's sitting there. Maybe Jesus he went to touch Christ, Central. Kevin, go watch. <laughs> I'll play some other sketch. I don't think he'll drop you. You're listening to Springbok Radio. Now it's time for a twist in the tale. Listen carefully. There's a twist in the tale. Morning, Mother. Morning, John. How are you this morning? I am... Fine. Do you want some breakfast? Yes. Please. What? What? What is that? seen anyone Kevin so I went to the lounge yeah. it's not there <gasps> I went I ran outside to see if someone's parking their car is not there <gasps> I even you do get someone people that are stuck in the toilet sometimes so I went to the toilet and um, no one's there, there. Mm. Mm. okay so what we'll do is we'll try and call numbers that I have to see you've got Peter Dick as his number well no, but I've got numbers close to him. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll try and get those people, hey? Oh, God. Yeah. Hmm. Let me just see here. Let me see. Casper. Yeah, this is the. Oh, uh, uh, the same people also tell me. Oh, we must remember. Let me just play this. Uh. Remember that Luisea is coming. Remember last time we tried to give away, we wanted to pay people to go and see Luisa and they didn't. <laughs> but they, uh, they, uh, this girl also said, remember Luisa. But she, there's a number here. Shall we call her? Yeah. That's in April. What, what, Komaina? 
Friday the 31st, here it says. Peter Dirk Ace. And I don't let the show go on. And she also promised me Leo Sayer as a guest. I wonder if he will really come here to this little uh, Oompa Loompa show, eh? Bridges at Buzz Consulting. I can't take your call at the moment. Please don't leave a message. Okay, I'll WhatsApp. Uh, Lucia is at the Teatro of Monte Cassino in April, three days, and I'm going to try and get him in the studio. But then, will I? Succeed. <laughs> <laughs> I see Bridget is online, so may message her. Okay, well, well, well you quickly because okay, I can't. Okay. I can't do a radio show and message. Because <laughs> he is looking. Yeah. So, uh, where's for... Peter? Ask her. Ask her where's Peter? I'm, I'm, I'm getting flustered now. Okay, let's listen to Montel and Karen. <laughs> God Hello, Hello, Karen. Like I'm out to sing. Hello, Scotty. I can play you cannot sing. What harm is your Montel? Look, I'm like your orchestra. What harm is your orchestra? What harm is your MP? Next harm is my me. Next harm is my MP. What's a cock broad like? It's work broad because what he? Nice as your work. My Scotty, the last time you had work was, was I in a dry restaurant in Bloemfontein. So drunk as a shark in a flick. A shot in a flicky. Oh, here he is, the cute. Thanks, Scotty. So, what in ons vandag? Das Tolliki Brei. Tolliki Brei. Ja, Scotty. Heb jij ook zich gehad gestrand? Ja, op een manier. Ik kan niet meer lekker zitten. Ik is niet hier. Maar ik is zeker dat het zal voorbij gaan. 
Wel, skattie, dis in my vouwe is het soos die Sahara. Dis droog en warm. Raai niet ek vast geloop. Nee, skattie, ek kan my strip search as ek weet. Ek het vast geloop in Bobby van Jaarsveld. Jere, hy is prachtig. Jy is een gelukkige skapie? Ek weet, ek het gegul soos een drag queen op een troe uitverkoop en moeg. Wat het hy gedoen? Ach nie, hy het weggehaard loop. Skatie, ek kan nou nie verder met jou klets nie. Ek het sy pornmovie uitgeneem wat ek nou wil kyk. Wat sy naam, Skatie? Die naam is Come Again. And now a beautiful song for our president on this wonderful day. Now this here's for your spouse or significant other. You were in love with the person, now you hate the motherfucker, get the fuck out. Tell him to get the fuck out. You weren't looking for love when you met him at the club. Y'all exchanged numbers and went out for some grub. You waited three days and decided to call. Went for dinner, ran a movie, then a walk through the mall. All you saw was the physical, a sexy individual. Never had the thought that they would make your life miserable. A couple more dates, consummate the mating ritual. Soon you will encounter the habitual liar. The sex was so good, it set your body afire. But why are you still with this nut? Every time they come around, you get this feeling in your gut. Wanna tell them raise up, but your mouth stays. Shut when you stop to think about how good they fuck when the sex gets old, you'll wind up stuck. So here's some words of wisdom that'll help you with the tour. Count up their IQ before you kick them to the door. It goes one, two, three, four. I had it up to here and I'm not taking no more. So get the fuck out. You gots to get the fuck out. Everybody, come on. One, two, three, four. I had it up to here and I'm not taking no more. So get the fuck out. You gots to get the fuck out. Everybody, Now say you have a homeboy who's been sleeping on your couch For weeks on end and these wars walk him out Get the fuck out Tell him to get the fuck out Now he walks around your house in Nothing but his draws Dumps the trash once a week And expects to get applause Let him stay at your crib You was down for his cause He was in between girls Or in between jobs But it's still no excuse For him to be a slob Your girl stays mad Cause she's cleaning up behind him You can't get your paws When he's on the other line And you can't get laid Cause he has the worst timing Knocking at your door At odd hours of the night If he does that shit again You swear to God You're gonna fight But you can't kick him out Cause it's just not right He has nowhere else to go But you lose the self control wanna kill him in his sleep god bless his soul maybe it's not that bad but it could get worse so here's a little tip from your homeboy merce before you tell him bounce do a countdown first it goes one two three four i had it up to here and i'm not taking no more so get the fuck out you guys to get the fuck out come on one two three this is springbok radio U luister na Ongewaste Vreemdeling Meijer! Meijer! Van waar kom jy nou aan gehaard loop? Ek kom van Gehasie Van waar? Gehasie Wat fout 03? Meier, Meier, Noldri, O Meier, 
كتوليف نودري ماير نودري Ongewaste vreemdeling Dier BSC Eiers Mosshof Ok, so now we've changed mood a bit This is a song called Gupta <laughs> While it's playing we can talk So I It's want actually called Gupta Gupta, yeah It's called Gupta Hey, hey Hey, hey, daar gaan die geldkies, daar gaan die geldkies binnen in die kluis en binnen in die kluis en kop daar. Het is gewoon die kop daar. Oh, oh. I wonder if Peter remembered. He is, after all, 70. It's one. Are you sure? The thing is that I didn't say to him last night after the show, see you tomorrow. I sort of left quickly and then I, because I had to come prepare for today's show. So I didn't check with him, but I, I had this email from this Bridget woman who said he was coming. You know, and now she's not answering a phone. Do you think this is a whole thing that was set up to embarrass me? Like years ago. Years what? ago. The, 1986 or so, they, Bridget and Peter decided, okay. So if this Casper. Oh, you mean they discussed it then already? Then, and they said, if Casper <laughs> invites you one day and he have a radio show, they were all planning. <laughs> oh, I'll get what you- In 2017, then we will not go. <laughs> Mm. And and he said, okay, let's do that I thought you were going to say that they played a practical joke on you like a uh, hundred years ago Oh, no, 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 no What I mean is they like planned it a hundred mm. They planned it a hundred years ago well, I don't know Well, you see, because for me, what is so fantastic is here I was As she said um, in, At the University of Stellenbosch in the yeah. year of our Lord 1984 
And we were all very excited because Peter the Ace was coming to tour at our university with False About Ace. And then one of the personnel sort of saw a comparison of sorts between me and him in humor and stuff. So he said, he recommended me to be his dresser for the show. Mm. So that was I, I was his dresser for False About Ace. And that was fantastic. It was like your hero and you were dressing him. Wow. Yeah. What was that? Do was ik zeker wat wat jij in eerste of tweede jaar is? Dan was jij twintig, twintig, ja, something like that. So hij was jouw blesser. Hij had jou geblesser in die industrie in. Ik was hij dresser en hij was mijn blesser. <laughs> Fantastisch. Yes, sort of. He inspired me also to find my own voice because oh, wow. when you really uh, look at look up at someone like him, you tend to imitate him and that's what mm. I did at the beginning I was like hello doctor hello doctor doing that all the time <laughs> and then I decided okay okay I know well, he's, he's very good at politics I'm I'm not that interested in politics I'll mention a little bit of it but I'm I, I'll create characters and talk about more universal stuff and that's how I, I sort of then but we work together to together again in the year uh, 19 what the fuck was it he did remember he wrote the van artists van Groot Oer and he's done that a couple of times he, and the part he played Tertius uh, he asked me to play it somewhere in the in the year I can't remember when two th- no no 1990 something and so that was quite an honor to play that and he directed Oh wow! That's amazing. So I can't tell him all this now because he's not here. Go on. Do you know? I where? met him in. Okay, you go and then I'll tell you where I met him. <laughs> I mean, my mine is mine is just like mine was purely business. Like I was, I interviewed him for one of the shows at in Darling. So I went to I had to drive all the way to Darling and just go and meet him, um, like in that house or whatever that house theatre thing. And his place. But, yeah, what mm. did he Evita Saperon. Evita Saperon, yeah. Oh, like that's that. quite recently. And uh, no, no, yeah, I haven't been a journalist in like fifty years. But Evita Saperon is it that old? Yeah. It's very old. Very oh. old. Mm. Yeah, it's very old. And then I had to drive all the way there. What was I was more intrigued by just the memories, the decor. Just an, a night black mm. um, But it was I was I was in awe of him And then I think about Two months later I met him in Mitchell's plane At the community To come no to I remember Foreign AIDS mm. uh, He did a lot of that as well mm. Which Which is amazing Because That is something You really want To go out And help mm. It's not You do every day mm. You know Usually artists Go out and do shows And that's it But he actually goes out, Get people to vote He educated them About sex He's mm. into social issues And, and yeah. educating It took people. trouble Yeah He's so, amazing mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, And Yeah, as, yeah. 
Yay! We thought you never came. <laughs> okay, well, wait. Well, wait. I'm going to play something. Don't say anything now. I'm going to play something and then we're going to talk to our special guest. Okay, this is the Gupta song. We're going to stop this cuck. And then I'm going to press this. I'm so excited. Peter's here, people. We were just saying, okay, this was a practical joke. You're never going to arrive. <laughs> and I was just going to tell them how I met you. You know, trying yeah, we to be were actually grand. That now. You know, well, how did like you meet filling. him? Tell me how you met him. Do you remember, Peter? But obviously you won't remember. you um, you know, I met you at Tessa's place in, in the UK. I was doing a story on her and then you came in there and, um, well, you were visiting her at the time. And in London. Yes. Yeah. And that's when we, that's how we met. Yeah. Personally. That's right. Yes. Do you remember? And then you I still remember. went like, oh, my darling, hello, dunk, rather the devil you know than the devil you don't you know. Say. It stuck with me forever. Oh, I God. use it. Not anymore. We know the devil we know. We don't want that devil anymore. That's for bloody sure. Okay, before we officially welcome Sir Peter Dick Ace, let's listen to this. This is something I picked up. Not, it's not a disease, but it's a, a video. And I fucking hope it's playing. The yeah. day I met Nelson Mandela, I was standing in a queue with everybody else who was also meeting him for the first time. And eventually I stood in front of him and he looked up at me with that wonderful smile and he said, Oh, Peter, Peter, where is Evita? I thought, Oh God, I hope you know. Nineteen ninety-four. I was forty-nine years old when for the very first time in my life I was allowed to queue up with anyone. On the 27th of April, millions of South Africans queued up to vote for the very first time, and many of them voted many times. <laughs> the Rainbow Nation was born, a new national anthem was sung. Nelson Mandela freed me from my jail of prejudice and fear. It was no longer politically correct to be a racist in South Africa. In fact, I was no longer just a white Afrikaner. I was now a South African. At last, who said life cannot start at 50? And so I've always been very careful and very grateful to politicians. I've always said thank you for putting the words into my mouth. Truly, with the old National Party government, which it seems no one ever voted for, they really were the best scriptwriters I could wish for. And when in 1994 I realized that I'd lost my job and I looked at Nelson Mandela and I thought, well, there you are. I can't make fun of him. I mean, how do you make fun of Nelson Mandela? It's like doing Mother Teresa with a dildo. <laughs> Nelson Mandela just led my way by his great sense of humor. And I think one day somebody will write a thesis about the way that Nelson Mandela used humor to reconcile not just a nation but an entire world. And of course, our democracy is 20 years old, and today I still have got a government. I still have politicians that write me my material. They put the words into my mouth. I couldn't make it up if I tried. And that's why I don't pay taxes, I pay royalties. 
But originally, it wasn't just the old National Party that inspired me with their gifts of a P.W. Buerta, a Puck Buerta, a Fani Buerta, a Buerta Lazy. <laughs> I was also inspired by white South Africans who were fighting the system from within the system, especially a very unlikely freedom fighter called Helen Sussman. Helen Sussman spent her life in politics, and 13 years of that life saw her alone in Parliament, the only member of the white opposition to the apartheid government. Helen Sussman really showed what one woman managed to do to help change the history of her country. This was 1985. We were in a state of emergency. The army was in the street. There were guns everywhere. People were dying. We didn't know where. We didn't know why. We didn't know who. We didn't want to know. We were so frightened. They didn't even have a Protection of State Information Act to frighten us. And yet, that's when Helen Sussman invited me to have lunch with her in Parliament. 1985, I thought, oh no, can't we rather go to La Perla? I mean, to go to Parliament was like visiting Chernobyl set in North Korea. And you had to wear a suit and a tie, and I didn't have a suit and a tie. So I said to Helen, I'm sorry, I can't have lunch with you, I don't have a suit and a tie. She said, yes, you do, I saw you do P.W. Buerta in a suit and a tie. I said, no, but that's my costume. She said, yes, we wear them here as well. She said, wear your suit and tie and come and have lunch with me in Parliament, Peter. Just be careful not to give yourself away. <laughs> Do you know, during the 1980s when I did P.W. Buerta, I used to wear a lot of makeup. Now I even look like the old fucker. <laughs> Helen gave me my, visit, my ticket to the visitor's gallery she said, my dear, if you're going to do them on stage, watch them at work. And I looked down and there they sat, the entire apartheid government. And right in front of me sat P.W. Buerta at his desk, making notes, making notes, or signing death warrants, but very busy, busy, busy. <laughs> and he put his pen down and he looked up, 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 right into my soul. <clears throat> my scrotum disappeared. Helen Sussman had a wonderful, brittle sense of humor. She used to challenge the apartheid government with their own rules in Parliament. One of those rules allowed an MP to ask a question of the government in Parliament, and the government had to answer that question. In Parliament, sight unseen. We still have to get there in our great democratic structures. To add insult to injury, Helen would ask the same question every year, a question pertaining to the Population Registration Act, the foundation to all the hideous apartheid laws. Mr. Speaker, would you please tell us how many South Africans were racially reclassified during the last year? Let me share with you the answer that you forced out of them in 1985. <clears throat> in answer to the question tabled by the PFP member for Houghton, Mrs. Helen Sussman, Nearly 800 South Africans officially became members of a different race group last year in accordance with the Population Registration Act. 518 coloreds were reclassified as white. 14 whites became colored. Seven Chinese became white. Two whites became Chinese. Three Malays became white. One white became an Indian. 
50 Indians became colored, 57 coloreds became Indian, 17 Indians became Malay, 4 coloreds became Chinese, 1 Malay became Chinese, 89 blacks became colored, 5 coloreds became black. You notice that no blacks became white. <laughs> and no whites became black. Oh, they hated her for this. No, sis, Mrs. Susman, why do you keep asking the same embarrassing question every year? She said, it's not the question that's embarrassing, dear. It's your answer. Well, I suppose we expected an obscenity like that from an apartheid government in 1985. But imagine the discomfort when in the 17th year of our non-racial, non-sexist, and in many ways nonsensical democracy, the bad smell came back again. With Census 2011, there was that question, what is your race, black, white, colored, Indian, Asian, or other? I didn't know what to fill in because some months before they did a DNA test on me for a TV show. And the DNA test proved that I originated in the Congo. <laughs> so obviously I'm black. For 49 years my book of life assured me that I am white. Then I did some research into my father's family background and I found out that we had a great, 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 great grandmother who in 1791 plied her trade on the road between Cape Town and Paul. Her name was Wilhelmina Opklum. Which means that I'm also a colored. I don't know about Indian, Asian or other, but hell, that's three out of six. Come on. I'm truly South African. And here we are in the 20th year of a democracy that no one ever thought would happen. It did happen. It is happening. And it will carry on happening if we do our jobs as citizens of a democracy. 7th of May, very important day. The most important election in the history of our country. Apartheid will never ever come back again under the same name. But do not underestimate the inventiveness of bad politics. If we do not do our jobs, it will be back. If we do not do Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. The Gasper Radio Show. So wasn't that inspiring? Now we have him here live in the studio, our extra special guest, Mr. Peter DeGay. Uh, I was so glad to see you. Thank you. And uh, to welcome me with this foreign voice, listening to this person say all those things, I think by myself, Vita Donner is bloody fool. Because you somehow forget about the impact of words. Yeah. No? And it's always interesting. I don't have time to listen. I don't listen to myself often because I get nervous, because I don't like it. I don't watch myself either, because, which is wrong. I think that's what we should do. We should actually analyze and criticize and improve. But then sometimes when I hear it and it doesn't sound too terrible and then I forget it's me and I think to myself, yo, yo, who's saying things like that? Are they allowed to say things like that? You see? Mm. One doesn't forget those feelings like in the old days. But this was a perfect way of introduction, I thought, because you, you really took 
your your career and explained why you were doing it and what happened and that it's not over and we didn't reach a happy ending as as we would have thought we would in 1994 Four. long time ago already mm. yeah mm. it's it's interesting how the the honeymoon with Madiba went on for too long mm. um mm. and when we woke up there was this small man in charge Mm. And we thought, what is he, what's he going to do? Mm. And now he's left and he's now on his blog reinventing his history. And uh, we must just always remember the footnote that 380,000 people died because of Tabo Mbeki's denials. Mm-hmm. Don't ever, ever allow people to forget that. So, um, you know, somebody said, rather the devil you know than the devil you don't. Well, I know the devil we've got. I don't want that devil. And I love being here today. I think today is an amazing celebration of the success of our democracy. Mm. There's not a state of emergency. There's not an army in the street. There's not people, people with their passports running to the Croatian border to get a job in Germany. We are actually getting a situation where discussion and people and their opinions are actually forming the future of the country. And um, I think President Zuma has – all he has to do is very simple, retire for health reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, with full amnesty, we don't want to fail president in, in um, court for the next 10 years. Imagine the traffic jams. Mm-hmm. We've given Nkandla as a present, farewell mm-hmm. present, because who the hell yeah. wants Nkandla? I mean, those rondavals look like a retirement village outside Hermanus. And then just to show our respect for his legacy as a president of South Africa, we rename an airport after him. Yeah. The J.G. Zuma International Airport in Uppington. Ah, <laughs> Uppington. Oh, I've just been there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the thing is, I'm worried about, no, no, is that every day is a day too long. Because the corruption is seeping through And I know it can be removed But every day is a day longer of trying to get all those vortals out yeah. and get an, Because I think this is the turbulence, personally And that after him, things would then swing back to normal More normal again, I think Well, you know, there's a very dangerous thing about normal Um I keep on believing that we will never, ever recover from where we are now. I mean, the, the, the finances will always stay where they are now. So do what we – take what we've got and make the best of it. Um, democratically elected governments in the world are using democratically accepted ways to destroy democracy. Mm. It's happening in the United States yeah. now. Yeah. It, Brexit is one step in the wrong direction mm. for the UK. It nearly happened in Holland. It might happen in Germany and France and Italy. It is definitely happening here because nothing that's going wrong in our politics we can actually impeach the president on because everything is done in a democratic way. Mm. Um, so what does that mean, that democracy has outlived its usefulness? I think the biggest problem here to be really local about it is with us as the voters. Mm. We haven't done our homework. Mm. We haven't read those books. There are books about everybody and they're so, they're so shameless. They put all their corruptions in the books as well. And if you read the book about Mbeki and you read the book about, um, Tabo Mbeki, uh, 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 um, uh, which is a very good book to read because he is still in the wings as the bond person, the fairy godmother who can fly in and say, hang on, I'll just I'll look after you for the next 10 weeks until we get the next monster in. We must do our homework because the five years between elections are the time that we study to pass that exam, which is the general election, by knowing who are we voting for. None of us know. We can't even pronounce their surnames. Yes, yes we were used to Derganikum. Now we've got a new surname to pronounce in tourism. We don't do our homework, and really every democracy deserves the government they get.
Don't blame. Look in the mirror and rethink the way we are going to fix this huge liner moving closer to an iceberg. All we have to do is just keep our glasses to one side so that the ice falls into the glass and doesn't sink the ship. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well said, eh? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you should see this man on stage. He, it's like it's only a chair, only him, and he sits in the bloody chair. He doesn't even stand up for two hours. And then after last night's show, I wondered, I don't want to waste your time because you, you talk and talk for two hours. Now you've got to come and talk with me. And I thought, yeah, I didn't know it, it was, it was like visiting you in your home and you talking to your friends. Mm. And mm. people felt privileged because, oh, there he's doing that. Other people won't see that, you think in your head. Uh, that's the kind of feeling that you have in the show, which is, a show about, I thought about your father, but it's about much more. It's, it's, it's about your whole family, your, your outlook on life, what happened in your life. It, it is extremely interesting, um, and touching and emotional. Uh, and it's called Echo the, of the, the Echo of a Noise. Of a Noise. Yeah. I, ne- I nearly said Echo of Laughing, Dying, but that's another thing you did. <laughs> no, the Echo of a Noise. And what's the Afrikaans again? Weerklink van a wangklink. Oh, die weerklink van a wangklink. Doing that at the KKNK in two weeks time. Oh, yeah, stunning. Yeah. Oh, lekker. And you know this extraordinary thing about Echo, which is mainly, mainly English, English, because it's, the title is English, so that's what happened. Although I speak Afrikaans and German in it, but, of course. But, but it, I've done it in Afrikaans, and I say, Jelle, Anner, Story. The whole language creates a different sound of mm-hmm. voice. It's a different tune. It's the most extraordinary thing. I did it at the Wurtfies in, in yeah. English for two days and in Afrikaans for two days. And people came to see both and they said, but this was a diff- completely different experience. It was like a completely different meal. And I love that. I mean, that is really yeah. exciting to know how language, each language has its own tune. And I am a huge, huge supporter of language. I think, mm-hmm. frankly, when I go to schools um, uh, and I see the kids uh, and I say to them, listen, you'll never get the job you want. You'll always start your life working for somebody else. Be your job now. Become your job at the age of 12. What is your dream? Yeah, I want to be a trapeze artist. I said, well, start tomorrow. Because in 10 days, if you work hard, and that means you work 24 hours a day for the rest of your life. And you end your life not yet at 100%. But mm. then you go to heaven and you really show off there. <laughs> Become your job now so that you never have to stand in a queue. I've been unemployed since 1975. When the National Party government said, Jij mag dat niet doen nie. Jy slag jy mense, moet nie dit vir my sê nie. Jy is die selle, ne? Kasi, sê jy mag nie, jou gaat, ek gaan dit doen, ne? And, and language, my yes. friends, who are now, of course, grandparents with grandchildren. I haven't got grandchildren, I've got cats. Mm-hmm. And then they said to me, what should we give them for a present? Shall we give them a smartphone? I said, give them a language. Pay for two years tuition in a foreign language. They can't cash that in. They'll do it. They'll learn Chinese. Mm. At the age of six, they'll start. By the age of 16, they know exactly what to do with their life in the world, not just down the road. So Tarlis helps belong it. But I, I was listening last night and I thought, how would the sound, and, uh, what would you do in Afrikaans then that is different to what, what I heard last night? Because it was, yes, English, but you spoke a lot of Afrikaans and German. But so do you, your, your vertelling, is that all in Afrikaans? My vertelling is in Afrikaans. And, and is that in your head? Is that written in your head? Yeah, I'm, th- I'm thinking. I'm thinking the language. 
the first time I did it, the first time I tried the Afrikaans out was at a fundraiser for us, Oertheisen Darling. Oh. And I had the Jelle in Gekerk was down with the And the irony is that they, most of them had never even been to Evita Sipperon. They live in Darling, but they haven't been. But there's still that echo of Jama Peter Dorkeisus on the Afrikaans. It was wonderful. They were so delightful. And, and it, it, for me, the, da- the danger of the evening was translating my English text. I was actually, I mean, I l- knew where the Afrikaans was going, but the, but the, the meaning was mainly in English. And sometimes the Afrikaans word f- starts a sentence, which mm. the English word mm-hmm. ends a sentence. Yeah. But it is, no, it is really, truly, uh, En natuurlijk die my taal, my paase taal met ons was Afrikaans. Alles wat liefdevol was, was Afrikaans. The moment my father spoke English, we ran for the door. Oh, it's bad time. It's bad time. And you got hiding in English. Uh. You never, you got a hug in Afrikaans. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm really, I'm glad I've got them both. Because, I mean, again, you adapt to your audience. I don't yeah. want to confuse people who are not fluent in Afrikaans. I don't mm. expect any to be, to be fluent. I just have to make the meanings clear. And so when I do something in Afrikaans, I actually do echo it in English so mm. that nobody loses the thread of the story. The echo of the noise. I never knew what it meant. You know, when I started with the title, I thought, what does this mean, the echo of a noise? Does it mean that I am the echo of a noise from the past? Which is true, I, there has been, yeah. Am I the echo of a noise reinventing itself for the future? Sadly, yes. Is it the echo of a noise of laughter that was not allowed? Absolutely. So all those things led me along the way to what it is today. I didn't know what it would be. And suddenly, I never thought I'd write about my father. We fought mm. like hell. Mm. We, I, we didn't even like each other in the beginning. Mm. And Sunny Abado was our housekeeper. I want to ask you about Sunny. Just a wonderful influence on my life. I want to ask you two questions. The one is, why do you speak English? Is that because your father had to speak English to your mother? Why do I speak English in the show, you mean? No, you, as Peter Dirk Ace. I I grew up with... with um, with German, with my mother's German, yeah. my granny German, Afrikaans, my, my, my pa and my oma is Afrikaans. But what did pa and uh, ma gepraat then? God, I'm trying to remember what did they talk to. I think they spoke English and Afrikaans. My mother, I think the first thing she did when she came from Berlin in 1937, yes, like she just got out in time. She met my dad on the stage of the city hall. He played the, they played the two piano, um, Mozart piano concerto with the orchestra. So she met Pa on the stage. Um, she learned Afrikaans very, very quickly, oh, instinctively. Yeah, and she had a beautiful is. Afrikaans accent. Um, oh, really? so they spoke Afrikaans. We spoke Afrikaans. We spoke German. I spoke English, but it, it was sort of not an English as opposed to uh, what I speak now uh, because okay. the bioscopes was in English, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah, I yeah. talk a little bit like this as well. My son had from Afrikaans geleerd, and I had natuurlijk ook Peter Prappurlijk, Japa. And Sanny said, No, man, you want to like a You want to let it flow, the Susan Revier, what water in the water had to bite. And it was just great. And Sunny, who was, she was definitely not white. She was, yeah. she was clearling. Yeah. And say, was a, a, a Christian geboren, but she married a, a Muslim man. Oh. Um, so there was this combination of Muslim and Christian. My mom was a Jewish. We only found out after she died. So that was not something we really, we really celebrated as a family. Um, and so Sunny just took me down a road that was actually Niva Blankesni mm. by telling me that I can also speak and 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 I can
En ik speel domino's. En ik leef je domino's speel op een zondag. Ach nee man. Uh, oh, I just wow. love this so much. But something you didn't say in the show, but I wondered afterwards, is was Sunny proud of you? Sunny was so proud of me. Sunny, yeah, she's my favorite child. And, you know, she was just part of my family till I went to a funeral, which I, you know, and because I'd said to Sunny, Sunny, what will you have for me? She said, ik wil a wit, ik wil a wit carré for my kiss. And I had to work that out. Okay. And, and your kiss, Sunny? She said, no, my kiss is okay. It moet niet te groot wees, want ek is klein. Okay, Sunny. And we laughed. We thought a joke. Nothing was a joke, but it always was funny. Mm-hmm. So when she was... Buried, it was a big white Mercedes hearse with Sunny Sakasi in hearse. And we had a service at her house. Uh, there was a Muslim priest, a, 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 Imam. a Imam, and I was Christian, a Frau. And um, everybody came and they looked at Sunny's darling. Sunny, she's a pop, she's clean, and you know, everybody touched her forehead just to feel if she had a headache. Or a warm head, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but uh, with such love. Um, so, but it didn't start as a as a research thing of now I'm going to write about my father. I'm going to write mm-hmm. about Sunny. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a white Afrikaner in a clear and But nothing. It, it was just these two people just came out of my memory and talked to me, and it was the story of that uh, with my mother on the other side, nearly like that angel that left too soon, and yet left me with those wonderful. Small signposts that changed my life. And yeah. I'm listening to the the music you're playing. That's my sister, teasing, teasing. Yeah, it stays up playing. So I was brought up with music as my as my oxygen, and Mozart yeah. as my best friend. How can you go wrong? But your mother, although we have a bleak picture of her, you do say that you laughed a lot. There oh, was yes. a lot of laughter. Tremendous amount of laughter. Uh, she giggled always at the wrong times. Mm, Sometimes, <laughs> once I remember, Pa was orderless in the Enrikerk, and then Ma never came to the Enrikerk, but we never had, there was no argument or discussion. She used to take us to the Lutheran church for the music. So uh, we thought she was Lutheran. Um, and then once, uh, Pa said, uh, Helga, bring the children to school, uh, to, to, to church because uh, we, the choir is singing in Yilamutkum. Of course, my mother was always late. I'll tell So we had to run Ma the hoot up. I said, hoot up. And we quickly go in. And it's loud and quick and, and, and the back row, back row. Okay, so we get into the back row. And this church had curtains hanging over the big windows. And the gordijn. And we sit down. The gordijn is opgerold op your windowsill. Okay, the big wind van the end fence is open. And this curtain unrolled itself and banged my mouth's head and pushed her hat forward. So her hat just went right down over her face. And the only reason we knew this was because we heard that terrifying giggle. My mother had a squeak. We just heard... We thought, oh, please, please don't do this, Mom, don't do this. And we looked, and I said, my mom, and we started laughing, and everybody, and then the bench started shaking, you know, in the church when you laugh now. And that whole, and the door, and he stopped. And he said, well, I thought the world would end. It didn't stop her laughing, you know. No, no. Your father must have been livid. He was livid, but he also actually, after he had really given us hell, he also laughed. It was one of those things. You just, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. Absolutely. I just, someone said, oh yeah, Eber, you sat behind me yesterday. He just said, yeah, we love the show. And, and I, I didn't know that you were actually going to be, uh, what's upping me today, Eber? 
Thank you. It Amazing. was wonderful, eh? Great show. Then I've got so many questions. The other one was that w- okay, your mother had problems, which I don't want to divulge because the people will see the show. But when did you find out about the Berlin thing and um, the, the, the Nazi things and stuff? Only after she died. Well, no, you were always aware of what the war meant. But she says she was in the war. Well, she didn't have to say it. She came from Germany. Nazi. She yeah. was German. No, she, no, Nazi. We didn't talk about that either. Mm. Look, again, you must remember, as you know, but you're another generation, but we Afrikaans kids were brought up never to have the freedom of questions. We didn't ask questions. No. Where's my Jewish friends? Never stopped asking questions. And I remember saying to my my mother, oh, my, the Jewish, I, mean, I love going to my Jewish friends because their food is so fantastic and their mothers are so funny. They've got so many things to say. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> and, they, and they knew all about so many things and somehow there was this unbelievable denial in my family on many, many levels. Mm. And many of those aspects I didn't want to weave into my storyline because each one was a play on its own. You know, sexual denials. Mm. I mean, gay. I mean, I remember once very clearly we were driving. And we were driving and I said to Pa, and I don't know where this came from. I said, Pa, um, maybe an Afrikaans, I said, I said Pa, what is, a, what is a homosexual? Yosses and my Pa puts the brakes on it. Stops the car next to the road And he turns to me And he's just with his blue eyes And he said It's disgusting It is terrible It is a t- and They go straight to hell There's a fist like a dung There's a fist like a dung Who can it? And I didn't know why I said Now that sat in my head And not that I ever understood That I was actually not Normal, quote unquote. Oh, thank God, I hate normal. What is normal? I mean, normal is the dirt bin in which you put the rubbish, you know. Um, but again, there was no question. There was no sort of. So I had to find my own way. I literally had to find. For I, even at university, when people said, "You know, we're going camping," I thought, "Yo, ooh. I'm not going to lie in a tent overnight. Are you mad?" Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize they were going to get drunk in the bar and pick up boys. You know, yeah. that sounded great when so I think about it now. It started with you going uphill. Uh, discovering who you are because your father said it's filthy. Then you believed older people, yeah. as we were told. Older means what we from better. I mean, I'm an old person now, and I know we don't know better. Yeah. Um, and you didn't ask questions. So again, okay. So all these bits of information came. I think more information came from the friends of my mother that came to have supper with us, and this okay. was a huge influence, telling stories yes. about the Nazis, about being about Jewish people, but but nobody. There was no sort of label. They'd gone to the Salzburg Festival. They'd heard von Karian conduct the orchestra and, and Leontine Price singing Aida, where I suddenly found out that Leontine Price was black. And I remember, the, my gosh, can they can they do that? Are they allowed to do that? Are they allowed to? And then Sunny said, "That looks like what we can do." So really, it's a voyage of discovery. And I think, um, Cassie, I think the success of the piece now. Is the fact that every single member of that audience travels a road with me that is not my road, that is not even with the furniture on that road, but it is the experience of love, of laughter, of shock, of fear, of now looking back on the life and thinking, why didn't I just ask that question when I was 15? Why am I 65 now? 
And I just, yeah, if I'd known at the age of 15, I wouldn't have HIV today. Mm. You know, things like that. Yeah, um, it's a little, a little thing that stops you and you, it's just a second to rip off the plaster and say it. And also to me, when again, when I go to the kids at school, I say, though, your great, your great legacy of democracy is the right to ask questions. When you don't know what it means, say, excuse me, what does it mean? Don't even say, excuse me, say, what does it mean? And then get a second opinion. Mm. Because the first reaction is not always the correct one, you know. Don't get taken for granted. So I'm easily a deal tight. Um, you had talked with your oma, Ice. Mm. Now is she is there a lot of Evita with her? No, 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 oh. no. Oma Ice was not glamorous. She was, oh. she was a bit like a bit, sort of a oh difficult. Is she uh, Oma Osavania more? Yeah, could be Oma Osavania. Oh. Um, oh. She's like a, a, a Eleanor Roosevelt. She had that look oh. and Queen Mary, that oh. look of Queen oh. Mary. You with me, the folk at very, very, and 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 she, uh, her family farm. She sold sold the family farm outside Stellenbosch to start the Afrikaner Bond. Which became the National Party. Oh my God! So, in retrospect, I feel that I could do what I liked with the National Party because it belongs to me. To be honest, I should have stopped them long ago. And you know, when I was in the eighties, um, making fun of Pit Gurnov, Pit and he once invited me to lunch. I didn't want to go because I, um, I, he, I wanted to take. Uh, um, my company of Fasabad Ace, Davi Malan, but I couldn't take them all. And then, and then Pete Kuro said, Yo, you weet, I peer, also they have seen, be so, it's very funny, I love her, Fasabad Ace, very good, very good. <laughs> and, and that girl, that girl on the stage, that, that I make Die make is by Oleg, you wouldn't have sombering for it. I thought, I must go to Toko and Chinga and say to her that the minister in the president's office has invited Die Makey for lunch. She would kill him with kindness. She'd probably kiss him on his mouth and not let him breathe for 20 minutes and yeah. he would die. Anyway, so I'm going to have lunch with Pit Kornov to get material. My pa actually said, Ja, Han, my pa loathed the political hierarchy of the National Party. Besides the fact that his cousin was Dr. Dinia of Milan. I think that's part of it. Mm. Um, and so, anyway, so, Han, Han, listen to what he's a blessed man, Han, say. Anyway, say, Pete Kornoff, he said, you wait, Peter, you owe my eyes. When we were young politicians, MPs, we'd come to Cape Town for the opening of Parliament, and we all went up Kloof Street to Madeira House to pay tribute to Aunt Gertie, May Oma. She was like the aged Evita Peron of the oh, National really? Party. It's chilling. She took me with her once a month to Grutteskur, where the Prime Minister lived, Dr. Favurt. She was having tea with Dr. Favurt. Did you see him in person? Of course. It was Om Hendrik and Tani Betsy. We cool drunk in Cook Sisters and we used to sing for them in the church. Wow. And I used to play outside in the garden with Punch, the bulldog, who always sniffed my bum, the bloody bastard. You bloody dunk. And Oma, I sit down with Hendrik Favurt. What the hell were they doing? Yeah. Was she giving advice to him? Maybe. I don't want to even say, giving him a blow job. I have not. <laughs> you know, it's all, so all that unbelievable barbed wire of confusion, political confusion, has made me what I am because, um, you've got to confront it and see the absurdity in the obscenity of that politics that we believed. We never ever thought mm. it was wrong. Mm. The only person who hinted that there was life beyond apartheid was Sunny Abada. Mm. 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 And helped me. And uh, I just was thinking uh, your Oma would say Blaskans, Peter. He blow job me. Blaskans. Oh, bla- Blaskans, <laughs> 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 yeah, Blaskans. Um, and uh, there's a story about a rat and a cat with you and your sister. 
that you didn't tell last night that she had a cat and you had a rat and then you oh yeah Patel City Hall uh, uh, the Cape Town Orchestra David Tidbold became a great friend of the family and we were all in love with him Sonny ooh the Tidbold David Tidbold David Tidbold <laughs> my sister was in love with him and I think I was in love with him as well he was such yeah. beautiful an Englishman with enormous dignity and, and glamour and this great, great musician and just brought music, more music into our family. And he would invite us to come to rehearsals, piano, re- uh, orchestra rehearsals. So we'd come to Cape Town with Ma and we'd go to the gardens, to that lovely Kevi and Itena. Yeah. And all the, the ladies were there. Hello, come here. And he like, hey, the cat, it baby's cat, so kill a cat. And Mama said, no, 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 we've got a cat. So Tessie has this kitten. So we go, we go to the city hall and Nick, across the city hall at the street was a pet shop. So I go in there and I buy a wit rot. So I get my wit rot with the rooie oe and the rooie stand. Tessie Klein Kitty. And I sit langs my car. We're sitting on the balcony listening to this wonderful orchestra rehearsal with a little cat watching and a little rat watching. And that's what we did. So we took the cat and the rat. But you are very refined. You're refined, your your family, hey? Because you started with classical music. Everyone played. You sang. What did you sing? Like... Oh, now, my father... Leader or what? Well, he was the organist in the Dutch Reform Church, and he did something, I think, quite revolutionary. He would take the best of the Catholic music and translate it into Afrikaans so that the Afrikaans kerk didn't realize he was bringing ah, the Catholic... You know, because the Inge kerk has got no imagination whatsoever. Mm. There's no music, it's there's nothing to look boring. at. So, <laughs> um, and so he had a choir at, at, the, at the church, a wonderful choir that did Christmas programs every year and Easter programs and I sang Panus Angelicus Nogal in Latin and with the kinders sang Kring do you know the other aunt was Larika Rauch by the show and we were together in Pinelands she was part of the choir as a little girl I love her so much because she has got such a quality of greatness with her and her music is eternal and she had hard and she proved that she could do it her way. Yes. And uh, she was in the choir as well. And P.V. Botasse Kinders was also in the choir oorspronkelijk. And we knew Tani Elise very well too. And um P.V. had always doorgelopen. Yeah, so you don't with the tongue in the finger and whatnot. But Pa introduced us to this wonderful music in Africa with Afrikaans beauty, yeah. which he translated. He had a Clever. wonderful flair of writing. Okay. I've got a whole box of his short stories that he had published in the th- 40s and the 50s, all under pseudonyms. Wow. And they are beautiful stories. I am th- thinking of publishing them. Publish them. Yeah, they're just great. You know, so yes, um, you know, it's not that we were different. It's just that we were enjoying things that most people were not exposed to. Mm. And then because my parents were quite old, my mother was 40 when I was born, 43 when my sister was born. Oh. And so most of my friends had parents who were at least 15 to nearly 20 years younger so Pan Ma was layers mm. and then would mm. introduce young families to music and to entertainment and to performance um, and to uh, a background which was not just Afrikaans, which yeah. was also European and um, I think very varied. Excellent. Shemaine, you sit here 
I know. I'm enjoying this. Oh my you know? goodness! We can just like I can, I can I can look at him and listen to him <laughs> yeah. for like days. Yeah, eh? it's yeah. like so much wisdom there. I know. So and that that so I'm still of that opinion that sometimes it's all right to just listen, you know. And because you, you don't get me quiet uh, easily. Uh, <laughs> if I would, I uh, what? Sorry, he's the kind of person that if you at your show, you would not you would not need to script it because mm-hmm. Peter would just like go there. Peter's stories would like dictate like the structure of the interview. Yeah, that that is what's amazing about his life yeah. and career. Yeah, but so, what's also nice about the echo of a, of a noise is that it is a structured play. You 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 know he's not. F- Mumbling cock there Yeah It's all been worked out But within an Improvisational style Which is mm. fantastic Conversational It's got to look like I'm chatting to you Yes yeah, you know. Yes but when you said Something like fake news I thought okay That must have come in A bit later And that's the wrong thing <laughs> that I, That's not a good idea I, When I do it Every time I do it I think don't do this You're putting something In at the wrong place you know? no, I quite enjoyed um, that That was quite nice It's it, also it, like when I say um, National Key Point Sunny's Kitchen It's important actually Because it gets A huge laugh of relief Because mm. people also feel It's not too far in the past no. You mean? Yeah. Mas gevaarlijk because you yeah. could actually divert yourself and move yeah. into a different area. No, it, it, it actually it, it enhanced it for me. Just to oh, show oh, glad, you. Yeah, glad, it's like glad. Did you, what? I always have questions. You know that. <laughs> Go. <laughs> now, I was just wondering when you were talking about um, having lived in, in such denial for so long with so many different, you know, on different levels or layers mm. uh, within the society. What I, I wondered, did that trip you up and, you know, for how long? Or did it make you um, kind of go, you know, actually, now that I know better, I just want to tell everybody to, 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 to let it out there. How, interesting question. I think most of that answer came after the age of 50. Mm. But really, truly, it took me a huge amount of time to allow things to become clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, and to this day, I try not to intellectualize anything. I just want it to be there for what it is. Um, when I write a play, it's a play about people. It's not a message. And that's why it's very interesting when I look at the plays I wrote during the 70s and the 80s, which were very political and they were seen as political statements in those mm. days and banned as such in those days. When you read them now, they're just stories about people's lives against a background of political upheaval. Mm. They are better now. They're stronger now. And I think I also developed, um, and also mistakes. You know, there's something about making a mistake and not doing it again because then it becomes a profession. <laughs> I like that. But you know, you've had so such an impact on a lot of you know, our society. And one of it is our comics or some of the comics. Um, and it's, and you know, it's, it's people of color, co- comedians of color mm. that you go like, Hey, that's Peter's words, you know, and you, and you go, Oh my goodness. I mean, just for someone who's now very famous, Trevor Noah's words. I mean, you can, you can trace a lot of what you said. Um, and then you go like, Oh, you got that from Peter Dirk. Hey. Well, it's nice to hear that. Wonderful. But I hope I make it very difficult. I don't want people to have an easy way because I don't want a copy. Mm-hmm. I think Xerox is boring. Yeah, I know. You know. And I keep on saying to people, of course, steal everything yeah. you can yeah. when you're between the ages of 2 and 15. And then start remolding it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can buy it in English. I can steal it in English. I can say it in Afrikaans. I can say it in English. Oh, my Islam. 
But you see, that's it. You, you make it, and, and what he does with it is it makes it relevant. You know, it's not just it's near look rocket uh, uh, and, and, and relevance so relevance in comedy, and especially you see, I see a difference between comedy and humor. Comedy is mm. the joke, mm. which you remember so that you can tell it to somebody else. Humor is very seldom funny. Humor is very personal. Everybody has a sense of humor, which is their firewall against fear. Humor is you laugh at your fear. When you walk into a room and somebody stands behind the door and they go, boo, you skrik your milk back. And then you see somebody you know and you go, ha, 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 ha. It's not because it's funny. It's because you actually realize that it's not a threat. And I think where my work started making sense to me as well as people is with Adapt or Die, when I was taking very serious, unfunny things. You cannot laugh at apartheid, for God's sake. There's nothing as disgusting as the way we got away with it, mm. as Christians, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. But to, to actually laugh at the, at, the, at the madness of the structure. I mean, this again happens so, so constantly when I'm in Darling with the kiddies from the township, the gemeenskap, van um, Darling, um, then the little ones come and we have concerts for the children who take piano lessons and then they play the piano. Amen. Sometimes they only go, but they perform because I say to the teacher, performance is all, make them Enjoy and not be frightened of performance. Now sit on and to in And then the little girl, she says to me, yeah, she says, no, sit and on the wall is all sorts of things, including a sign that says whites only. She says, Peter, that sign whites only. Is that an apartheid sign? I say, yeah. Why is it so small? I said, well, because it was on a bench in a park. No, it was on a bench in a park. Whites only. So only white people could sit on the bench. I say, mm. Yeah, so someone like me who's not a white person can't sit on the bench. I say, uh-uh. Yeah, who's going to stop? Who's going to stop me? I say, yes, God, you, you, you're in a democracy. You can sit on that bench. But remember, not so long ago, your parents and I could not sit on that bench together because of apartheid. Mm-hmm. No. Is that apartheid? I Peter, it sounds so stupid. How about that? Mm-hmm. Stupid. Yes, it killed. Make no mistake. But stupid That's what I mean about humor You know it's going to kill you If you look away Don't look away from your fear Look your fear in the eye Be in charge of it Give it a name Mm. A friend of mine had cancer We couldn't talk about it Because you can't talk about it And then she started talking about Frankie (laughs) Frankie And I thought What has she got a boyfriend She's so ill She'd given her cancer a name, Mm. Frankie. And suddenly we could talk about Frankie. Mm. You know, so that is for me a very important balance. A lot of comedy is necessary, but a lot of humor is much more universal in that everybody understands fear because Mm. that at the moment is controlling the world. We're sitting here today asking each other, what's going to happen tomorrow? Just because Mm -hmm. the politicians Mm -hmm. have made us Mm -hmm. frightened. Do you feel a little let down after you've, um, you were so verbal? Um, and it's, uh, do you kind of feel like it's like you're on that treadmill and there's a, there's a similar cycle happening and you just going, oh, bloody hell, just leave it all alone. I've never thought that. And I've never thought anything was similar. When people say where we are now is like apartheid, I say, you know, just do some Googling, darling. Mm. (laughs) Um, I mean, apartheid was, there was not a redeeming feature. Mm. Nothing came out of the apartheid system. Mm. Sadly, with very brilliant writers, the writings are pointless because it means nothing. But this is a democracy. Mm. So everybody's got freedom of so many things. 
And if things go wrong in a democracy, I think it's actually worse than what happened in the old South Africa because the politicians and the leaders knew what to do and they said, to hell with you. I'm not going to do it. Careless is a dangerous, shocking word to use in a democracy. And that's the word I use about the government of today. I don't say ANC government. I say government. I have great respect for the ANC. Mm. I mean, it's a great liberation movement that could have put us against the wall and shot us for what we did and didn't. Um, and I really hope that in this turmoil that we're going through now, that the majority of the ANC members who really, truly have thought many things through will just put their foot down and say, now mm. we will also have a voice mm. here. Yes. And so that the Scholies and the Chamors will just be put back into the box. What do you think about what happened at Ahmed? I think that's Katerodis. your last question now because you're taking over the show. <laughs> exactly. There are others. But you, you know, well, you know, let me just answer that okay. by saying because I mean, it was reminiscent it, of, you know, you, it's a gathering of sorts. and It was theatre. Yeah. It was absolute theatre. I mean, it was just exactly the funeral, the wedding. The church service, the, the the audience at the at the circus, that is the theatre. The, the speak theater out goes session, where at, everybody, at yeah, funerals, because you yeah, could only absolutely. speak um, at that time. You and know, uh, the, and it's impo- and it's right to do that. And it was a great, yeah, again, freedom of expression. I keep on saying to everybody, just take a deep breath and relax. We are actually a very healthy democracy, considering where we come from. Considering we've only been doing it for twenty two years. Mm. I mean, if you look at the rest of the world, I mean, the religious murder and hatred in some areas of the world, we have religious people who talk and share each other's religions in our country, live together. And, and really, truly, we've got so many things to to celebrate. Um, fees must fall. Yes, we've had some enormous, really important voices. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, they get supplanted by the professional um, um, troublemakers, uh, but we must know how to handle that as well. And humor is a great way to handle it. So I was delighted to hear what was being said at, at that funeral and at quite a few other funerals, including Nelson Mandela's funeral. Um, and it just brings people together. I think South Africa has not been as united as they are today. I think for the first time since mm. 27th of April 1994, mm. there is a majority of all South Africans who suddenly speak or think the same, um, I didn't want to say slogan, but the same, the same embrace of there is a legacy that we mustn't ignore. Mm. Um, and this is a speed wobble. And, uh, you know, mm. the moment this man goes away, uh, which he will, with all his Gupta bags being dragged behind him with all the pounds, <laughs> then the hard work will start. And yes. sadly, the next president will have to clear the sandbox of all the cuck that the previous black mm-hmm. cat has left behind. Mm-hmm. So is it going to be Cyril, or is it going to be Nkosazana Dlamini, or oh. is it going to be Minister Gigaba, who is now counting more than 200 million trillion, which the yeah. president can't do. At least he's got a minister who can. And, Isn't that and this Pravin Gordon Godam, who's just... Speaking out and being uni- unifying and being extremely inspiring and um, putting things into a healthy perspective with humor. Lots of humor in what he's been saying the last few hours. Mm. Oh. So it's good. And all of it is good. So, uh, again, can I just say that 
there's too much material, Kazi. Mm. We could do shows that go on for 14 hours because yes. we couldn't make it up. It wasn't what they do. Absolutely. Just learn to do the toy and, and learn how to sing Umshini Wam. But, but uh, I was thinking, gig, gig is a thousand, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So it's got like the thousands uh-huh. already in the surname, Gigaba. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> that's um, the, this is no, first, sorry, no, <laughs> I have one question. Of course you may. And then, I'm not going to ask five. There's just something that I've, I've, I, I've always wondered, right? And <laughs> so, made trying to throw me with water. So, we've been spoiled. Okay, I have been spoiled with you in my life, right? Um, with your influences, I laugh a lot, right? You know your skill. You know what you are good at. If you were not this Peter Dirk Ace, this very like outspoken sort of satirical character artist, right? A very respected in our in our in in our community, uh, white, black, and coloured. What would you have been? Well, I don't know because I've never thought that. Except what I wanted to be was a teacher. I mean, I really wanted, I went to university to actually become a teacher. I was inspired by two teachers at school, my my um, history teacher, Mene de Toe, who told us the, the wonderful Harry Potter stories of Afrikaner geschiedenis. You have a fear in And we liked stories, and I was riveted by the stories. And then Miss Aloise Nell, our English teacher, who said to me, and I say this in the show as well, when she said, I must write a poem in English, and I said, Miss Nell, I can't. She said, Peter, you can do anything. If you believe in it, and if you work towards it, you can do anything. And wow. and that's when I went to university to, to become a teacher. I did my first year, and I got BA, and I did relatively well because I just learned how to smoke cigarettes. I wasn't doing other things yet. <laughs> um, and then I was diverted by, by theater. Mm-hmm. I saw... Uh, a girl in the in the canteen with a beret and sunglasses and a long cigarette mm. holder. Prachtigs. And her name was Phyllis Punt. Yeah, what a number. Beautiful. <laughs> and I looked at it and I thought, I also want to look like that. <laughs> so I went to a set with the Afrikaanse meisie, Tompertoria, actrice. And she wanted to come back to drama school because Robert Moore was the professor of drama and she wanted more f- f- um, treat, uh, information and, and things from Robert. And I thought, drama. And she said, yeah, come and join. Come, come, let's come here. And Phyllis took me, shared a cigarette with me, and she took me to, and that's where I started. I signed up for, for the uh, drama school. Oh. And in my first week in drama school, they said to me, oh, Peter Ace, um, I don't think that really you should try and be an actor. I don't really think you have the talent. And of course, I believed them, and so I became a stage manager. So I'm here as, an, a, as a trained stage manager who can also make my own dresses and wear them and act. That is, to me, the, the only background that you can have in theater, to know everything, and then you can really, truly specialize later on. Uh, at your, you know, once you choose what you want to do, I want to ask a question that's a total segue to something that's not a segue, and that is <laughs> when did your mother die? Which year? 1969. Did she die then? Hmm. She never saw you on stage. Yes, she saw me on stage at drama school. But what would she have done if you could sit her in the audience? Oh, I wish I could now. She I, would I, I wake think about herself that. laughing or what? Oh, I just, you know, I never ever had a chance to talk about her about anything because I still didn't know how to, I didn't know how to formulate questions or have an opinion. I had no opinion until I was 44. Wow. I hid behind characters because everybody always said, Hobo, you want Vidanke is yay. 
And even the critics, there was this one critic, Michael Venables here in Johannesburg, always said, oh, this Peter Doge is always coming with his personality and what does he know? I wish you'd be quiet. And, <laughs> you know, and ha ha. He's, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it also helps, you know, those reviews always help because you have to analyze them and try to make sense of the nonsense. And sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Yeah. But I very often think, I wonder how my life would have changed if at the age of, say, 14 or 15, I could actually have discussed politics with my parents. We didn't talk it. Mm. Where I would say to and find out from my mother that she had left Berlin because she was a Jew. Mm. And so that came into my life as well. So, you know, and one can always look back and say, you know, what would have happened in America if the Russians hadn't hacked so that Trump won, you know? I mean, because I really think the Russians actually won that election for Trump. And how the hell do they get rid of Trump? I mean, that's the big problem there. Very quickly, I hope. And that's also going to be an interesting exercise. And Brexit, how are they going to solve that? So truly, all we have to do is just listen to each other. Mm. Racism only happens because we are frightened of each other. Mm. And then we blame each other because what we see is not what we like. And when we actually hear and, and, and share together so many things that we enjoy, the Muslim person next door will bring the food that you can enjoy. And then you bring your food and you find out that your baburti actually had roots in their background. And mm-hmm. the jokes are wonderful and the celebration is wonderful and the weddings are in different ways and the funerals are in different ways. And there is no reason at all to blame anybody for something that doesn't exist, mm-hmm. like being you my enemy because you're different. Wow. Um, we have to do uh, play an ad, unfortunately, because this is now the only sponsor we've got left after the show. <laughs> after the show, yeah. no, 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 after the show, no, no, because because of of this, because I'm so failed backer. So we got one sponsor. Let me just play this. Stove boobies, stove boobies, stove boobies, Proudly brought to you by Sandwich Baron. Okay, so stuff poopy means golden oldie. So after last night's show, there's only one golden oldie we can discuss, and that's. Who's that? Peter? Huh? Mozart. You're right. <laughs> Mozart is my old boyfriend. When I was 10 years old, I was in love with Mozart. Well, I've asked Gavin to give us some pointers, but you must be quick, eh? because I see the time's running and away with us, but about Mozart, and you can help him, because no, Peter knows his stuff. So don't talk shit here. Okay. <laughs> this is your clue to be scared. Say nickname was Wolfie. Oh. Wolf, Wolf, Wolfgang Wolfie. Yeah. 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 And he was. That's a clump on the goeders and what he But by interesting is that he was. He's one of seven children. But five of the seven children died during infancy. So they were geboortegegee, geboortegegee, and like five of his siblings died. But there's still one sister. Well, dead. But they, 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 they. they Fucked for backup. He, he loved, but he loved his sister. She was a great pal. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was also a musician. Mm, and uh, very often, Tizzy and I were sort of talking about Wolfgang and his sister. I'm trying to think of her name. I can't remember her name now. But Tizzy was the sister, and I was Wolfgang. Uh, <laughs> also playing the piano and doing concerts. Yeah, but what did you know on your lace for Mozart? And the other thing is, so usually, I don't know in like uh, in in that culture, but he was he was geboren, and the following day he was 
Okay. That Gosh, just, that is that's very weird. Well, mm-hmm. you know, again, in those days, you couldn't take a chance. After three days, the kid course, is dead. They, yeah, exactly. So you've got to dip them, otherwise oh. they don't go to heaven. You know, it's all it's, it's common sense there. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. And then just like all of the usual best classic composer ever. Um, and he was also phobic, you know. He yeah. told rude jokes. He was he yeah. made rude poop He was really the yeah, Amadeus film Tom, really was was condemned. People said you can't show Mozart. Yeah, it's it's of relish. course you can. The beauty of the man is that his music has got all the smells and all the tastes of humanity. It's just brilliant. It's so so what's the story behind his grave? Do you know? I'm sorry. The story behind his grave. Yes, the grave. Yeah, he was he was thrown into a, a pauper's grave without a. You, nobody knows where it is. Mm. So that is the truth. That is the truth. Yeah, yeah. But then again, it doesn't matter because he's still alive today, mm. right here with us. Mm. Listen to him there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. I want to ask. Uh, I want to tell you that we have to stop. I want to thank you so much for being here. I did tell our story before you came. I told how I dressed mm, you, mm, mm. I all that <laughs> because I thought you were not going to come, <laughs> and then it's going to be the sad. Well, when you uh, dressed, but I did that with him. But he never arrived. (laughs) (laughs) But at least we did that. But thank you so much. It's a dream come true to have you here on the show. I loved, obviously, your show, uh, Echo of a Noise. And and it's at the Monte Cassino studio. And then Evita, I see, is coming back again. Evita's coming back in the end of May with Evita Beside Note and the Cactus of Separate Development. Oh, the cactus. And that reflects everything we're going through today is going to happen in that show because they're writing my material as we go. Fantastic. And if I was in England, I would have said, thank you for being with us, Sir Peter Dugais. Thank you. Thank you, my darling. <laughs> Bye. Bye.